Hello everyone and welcome to this installment of My Bloody Horrorcast. This is Steph. I'm Carrie, and today we have a very special guest, a fellow film fanatic, cult film fanatic, horror film, all film, an artist, and a... Movie trivia host. Movie trivia host. There's not much that he doesn't do, so we have Klon with us today. Hello. Nice to be here. Yes, and we're going to talk... I get to see how the... How the sausage is made. I'll tell you what, <laughs> it's a special process. Uh-huh. <laughs> Under lock and key. Yeah. Government uh, security, you got to get uh-huh. through to, to get in here to the studios of my, my Blade Horrorcast. <laughs> but uh, so that we're going to. on dead end, yeah. That's why no, it is. That's why we have it back here, yeah. <laughs> sort of like the Stranger Things compound. Um, except we're the good guys, not the evil ones. <laughs> no, but um, so today we're talking about one of. I mean, honestly, okay, so I haven't seen that many films in this franchise, but it's always been kind of one of my favorites. I've always loved the Puppet Master movies. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would call it one of my favorites, but it's a franchise I've always felt fondly towards. Mm-hmm. And all three of us recently watched the reboot Puppet Master Littlest Strike in theaters. The only one we'll probably ever see on a big screen. <laughs> it probably won't happen again. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe this is the only one that's come out in theaters. I think the other ones were all... Direct to video. Perhaps? I think you're correct. Yeah, I think this is the first time, and and really, I think it seems it's Craig Zoller that really made it happen from from everything we can mm-hmm. tell. That um, makes sense. His work with Bone Tomahawk and Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine, which you have seen, I have not yet. And you and Steph, you think it's great, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked a lot of the. I mean, I think he's really good at writing violent action. He is. And his new movie, if, if, if you had any question about the kinds of films he writes, it's called Dragged on Concrete, I think is what, is what it's called. Like Dragged that. Over Concrete. So there you go. That gives you any you know, idea what that's going to be about. But his new movie is going to be, I know there's a total aside, it's going to have Don Johnson in it. It's going to have uh, Mel Gibson, who's now all of a sudden a grungy action hero again. And um, Michael Jai White's going to be in it. I mean, oh, man. this is going to be... Black Dynamite himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. <clears throat> So anyway, so yeah, Zoller wrote The Littlest Reich, you know, and I think again, the Bone Tomahawk really got it going, and uh, it's an insane little film. We should talk about the fact that the that all right people really like his his movies. Have you guys heard anything about this? No, I, I only have not. recently heard about that, and I'm not surprised. Like you can kind of see that, especially in Brawl and Saw Block '99. And maybe that's why I haven't gotten it because I hadn't seen Brawl. Yeah, I haven't seen any of his movies. Not not for that. Except for this Puppet Master movie. And, so uh, yeah, I wanted to see... Oh, I think that they just like him, but that doesn't really mean that he's making movies for them. Uh, you know what I mean? I think... I don't know. I've never read any interviews with him or anything that would lead him. So, God, so, I hope not. But I, I think he's just celebrated by them. and uh, For his, nar- his anarchist uh, <laughs> I You know, I don't know. I haven't seen the movies to, to comment, but someone pointed that out. Obviously, the Nazis are bad guys, and they're not—they're not good characters in the Puppet Master movie. No, they're watched. not. You know, they're, they're not painted sympathetically. So no, um, no, he's firmly against them. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, that was a, pointed out after I saw the Puppet Master movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether or not. Uh, seems like you probably couldn't realistically work in Hollywood and be a. 
You really can't. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you'd be, you'd be so. out on the streets no. pretty quick. Like Ron, yeah, Ron Silver ain't getting any jobs anymore. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. it probably doesn't help that he put Mel Gibson in his upcoming film. No, but here's here's oh, the, yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Too. But I think that's kind of great, right? Because he's Jewish, obviously. So he's putting Mel Gibson in a movie. Like that's pretty cool. Uh, maybe, maybe there's some kind of thing there. I don't know. Maybe it's the huh. meeting. Maybe it's the meeting oh, of the minds. Okay. You know, hmm. I don't know. Find that fascinating. I find the idea that fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson seems like a real impulsive guy. <laughs> Sadly, his last two action movies were pretty good. I'd have to say. I mean, I don't like the dude, but his last two action, last two movies I saw, Mel Gibson's were actually good action movies. But I don't know. It's weird. That's okay. We all support problematic things. We do. Yeah. We do. Um, should we talk about Puppet Master Littlest Reich first, or should we talk about the Let's original about Puppet, Puppet Master, Master movies instead of Mel Gibson? Yeah, this you, is good. I want to hear what you guys saw this since <laughs> the last episode. You guys always do that. Oh, sorry. We should catch up on the stuff we've been watching. I actually haven't watched too many horror movies. I've been reading a lot of horror comics. Mm-hmm. I got really into um, Junji Ito, who'd been on my to read list for a while he kind of does like YA gross out gag manga mm-hmm. but Kalan have you read him? I've seen the images and want to real, really badly my friend Michael I think his last name is pronounced Muller but it's got an E in there right next to the U so it could be Mueller Mueller, Mueller. anyway he's, Mueller. he's a talented artist he sent me some starting points with Junji Ito and I haven't started yet I've got my reading list is very long, so I'm gonna get her. But I want to. I want to tie on my list. So yeah. Well, I don't know what I was expecting, but I started with Uzumaki. Probably mispronounced that, but it's this whole town that becomes obsessed with spirals, and it drives everybody insane, and oh, it like mutates people. Yeah. It's beautiful and incredible and disgusting. I I don't know if it's worth saying. Spo- we spoil all the movies, but I don't want to spoil this we comic book. I think people should just read it. And then the other one I read was the Dissolving Classroom. Oh, that one looks great too. Yeah, that one you can finish in like one sitting. It's a it's a real quick YA book, and it's a bunch of little short stories and that one's creepy and gross too there's a lot of melty faces nice. <laughs> and then the last one i read was a not horror one by him about his wife's cats but he even starts off like putting these cats in a really sinister like he's got this sinister perception of them so even like something cute is like kind of creepy and awesome <laughs> with him which i really like <laughs> So that's what I've been reading. Otherwise, yeah. I watched um, The Howling 2, yeah. Sybil Danning. It was awesome. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah, I don't, I I don't remember it. it's that long ago. I have never seen The Howling. The first one? Never. You still haven't seen it? I still have not seen it. That is absolute insanity. I, know, I don't understand I know. that at all. I don't know <laughs> if there's any connection between that and Howling 2, but I do know Howling 2 is amazing i had so much fun watching it like it completely elevated my mood i like left like really happy to be alive <laughs> you can't truly judge your favorite werewolf movie until you've seen the howling there's just not it's not possible yeah, y'all made some really good points y'all were the ones that pointed out that there weren't any good werewolf movies past uh, ginger snaps ginger snaps mm-hmm. i still hold to that i still think so too there have been some interesting uh werewolf transformations but it was attached to like that horrible TV show, Hemlock Grove. I watched the whole first season, and the best part is the werewolf transformation. 
but always is. I haven't seen a good werewolf story in a while. Mm-mm. But yeah. no, we'll have to watch, you know, because Scream Factory put out um, a howling, you know, their own howling special edition. I know, it's I've been a thinking classic. about getting it. I think I'm going to get it so we can watch it, okay? Okay. I'm just going to do yeah. that. Because I've been watching, with Klon's two eldest sons, I've been watching a couple classic movies. In fact, that's the last horror movie I saw was the Anchor Bay um, re-release of um, Halloween, because uh, Bela yeah, and Gus hadn't seen it yet. That night, yeah, couldn't, couldn't make it. I know, I know, man. Wish you could have been there, but we did watch it, and um, they it, loved it. It was so much fun to be able to show Halloween to someone who hasn't seen it, but is a horror movie fan. Like it's mm. that was pretty awesome. Have they watched Black Christmas? We talked about that. I, I I mentioned to them that if Halloween is considered the the father of slasher films then Black Christmas may be, like, the grandfather, maybe? And then, like, Psycho is the great-great-grandfather? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that, maybe? But, yeah, it was cool to watch. And, and honestly, the Anchor Bay re-release looks really, really good. It's great. Cool. The sound and the picture are really, really great. So um, that was fun. Oh, that sounds so fun. But you'll have to... Okay, so maybe we'll do a howling one, and we can all be there for that, and then we can discuss it in our next episode. Yeah, let's do it. Whatever that is. Yeah, not enough good werewolf movies. There There are. Oh, I also saw... um, Sorry to cut you off. I Um, saw um, The Company of Wolves for the first time. I'd never seen it before. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that one either. It's a strange one. I ended up loving it. Like, there's some parts where you're just like, ah. I don't know if I want to see like dolls running through the woods with a children's chorus. There's some weird stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Danzig's favorite movie. Really? But there you go. <laughs> that's what that's what my friend Chris told me. <laughs> um, but I loved it so much. That has an amazing werewolf transformation scene where like he's shedding his human skin and he just like rips off his cheek and throws it on like his scorned bride's face and I'm just um, like yeah that scene is <laughs> fantastic that's one of the great where it really doesn't get talked about that's definitely one of the great werewolf scenes transformation yeah. scenes for sure <laughs> Howling's gotta be another one but um oh, well and American Werewolf in London I mean that's yeah, yeah. that's the original oh right? that's like the well, best well ha- excuse me Howling came before American Werewolf however I think American Werewolf is the longest continuous shot, I think, of a transformation or something like that. I don't know. Because hmm. it was 81. Yeah. And Howling was 80. Yeah, well, the guys, they were... T- um, I knew the guy that worked on... So, what, Rick Baker did uh, American Werewolf. He did American right? Werewolf, yeah. But whoever it was that worked on the Howling, I think, was Rick Baker's assistant. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, they sort of traded tips and, mm-hmm. you know, they both were... Both of those movies were developed around the same time. Yeah, that's right. That's that's it for me, though. Have you been watching anything besides Halloween again? Um, I also showed someone who hadn't seen it before. Um, A friend of mine, she's very frightened by horror films. I took her to see Hereditary, and she was up for for weeks. She had nightmares. So I was like, okay. Wait, was that when we went? Yeah. She had nightmares? She, she had like nightmares. She had a great time. Well, she did, but then she got home. She went that night. <laughs> like she, was, about she, it. <laughs> she got home and called me the next morning. She was like, "I couldn't. Get, I woke up at five thirty in the morning and I thought I saw something in my room." And, and then the next night it was the same thing. And the next night it was yeah. So, um, I told her that I wouldn't put her through that trauma again, at least not for a while. And so I tried to find a horror comedy, and I was looking around um, for something. You know, some some of the stuff in my collection, but. Uh, I want to show her Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, yeah. Because I just love that movie. It's just a feel-good movie. It's a feel-good slasher film, basically. Did it keep her up? It did. She loved it. Oh, no. no it was like she stayed up to watch it. Was happy. No, but it did not get... No, she was very... 
she enjoyed it. She was like, oh, it's a cute love story. And all, you know, she, you know, she was, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I wish that those guys were in. I wish that they just did Tucker and Dale sequels where they they don't even have to be in a horror movie. Just I could watch it go, over and over. Tucker and Dale versus the aliens. Yeah, they could go to camp. Mm, they yeah. could do all the things that Ernest has done. That should sure. have been a Stars TV <laughs> yes. show. Yes, Tucker and Dale fight sharks. You know, I don't know, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, they could do sharks. Like, they could uh, learn basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch those guys for at least four more sequels. Yes, yes, that'd be on Or board. a TV series, yeah. <laughs> I really do think it is a uh, crying shame they haven't done a sequel to that, though, or, or, or something. You really thought that that was the beginning of something. I don't know. Maybe those guys are busy. Who knows? Anyway, so that was fun. So that's really all I've seen. Um, I am very excited, though, because coming in October, I will be. I just recently bought the Creep Show. Special edition, oh. which is going to look fantastic. It's got all these amazing extra three discs, I think, worth of extras. I can't. We'll Jesus. definitely have to have a viewing of that for Halloween. And then yeah. Trick or Treat is also they're doing a special edition of Trick or Treat. So mm, nice. I'm talking, we've already got some some Halloween movie showings lined up. Yeah, that that does sound good. I, we were talking about the other night that '80s Trick or Treat. Remember that one? Did you see that one? That was the Ozzy one, Aussie, right? Yeah, it has Ozzy and it has. Um, I don't remember if Alice Cooper's in it. Feel like you, he's a, he seems shows like you would be stuff. right. Gene Simmons is in it. Yeah, Gene Simmons. Right. It's got that kid that's in. Um, he was on one of those TV. She was like a sidekick on one of the TV shows, like the big yeah. network ones at the time, like yeah, a Family Ties or maybe, something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was it Trick or Treat, or was it Trick or Treat? Or right. What's well, Trick? Yeah, because the, the new, new one is Trick or Yeah. yeah. Treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's casual friendly. Right, it is. Uh-huh. Trick, or, I mean, treat. Clan, um, uh, have you been watching anything? A lot of times I'll, I have things on while I'm drawing. I don't put on anything that's too, that I, you know, I don't have to pay attention to. Right, <laughs> I right, can just right. sort of maybe listen to it so yeah. documentaries work. And But I've been watching The Ash versus The Evil Dead, and you can pretty much just sort of, it's just, the sound is so chaotic and you can just sort of turn around and look and see oh look oh ash has his head shoved up a up a corpse's ass and, <laughs> and he's trying to chainsaw his way out of it and so <laughs> i mean it's so gory and uh fun and it's awesome yeah and i just i just watched this thing this documentary and i guess it's not really horror it's sort of sort of horror in that it's Horrific. The Keepers. Have you guys seen this one? No. About the Catholic Church in Baltimore that, yeah, none gets murdered, and they're trying to figure out who it's a cold case, and then there's abuse allegations. It's very dark. Um, yeah. And like it. it's not. But you know, I got that first episode through. I, you know, I don't hate the Catholic Church because I wasn't Catholic. It seems like that's the sort of thing that if you're a, a lapsed Catholic, you just want to watch just want to hate watch some catholic stuff you know what i mean <laughs> I, I have know. seen that you, in, in, you, i've you, seen that played out many times yeah. in friends of mine yes i think that's true so that sort of if you really want to hate the catholic church son then you can watch the keepers and that'll get the job done <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those dark piano so you know it's got the gentle piano playing throughout it that's unsettling like mm-hmm. a, like the, like what's the name of that band Chronos Quartet style like mm-hmm. just 
Mm. Uh, sort of it's just dark. So it is yeah, a so it is a horror film. Lots it's of grainy, a, yeah. Fo- yeah, grainy, mm. serious, yeah, gra- grainy photos that get zoomed in to where you see the grain, and then <laughs> or like a you know you know what I mean. It's yeah. dark. It's, it's dark stuff, but nothing supernatural or anything like that. But they talk about maggots quite a bit. So mm. you know, it's true crime. So, yeah, it's a Netflix. Netflix original. <laughs> Netflix has been killing it with the true crime documentaries. The movies, oh, yeah. not so much. The documentaries, the TV shows, yeah, the true crime stuff they're doing pretty well. So that's sort of what I do while I draw, I guess. Nice. Well, we kind of talked about Ash vs. Evil Dead and how neither of us were, like, psyched about yeah. it as a TV mm-hmm. show. Uh-huh. But then we had, like, the chance to see it when it was the first two seasons or whatever was yeah, yeah, on yeah. Netflix. And we're just like, oh, my God, it's awesome. We of course it is. It. Yeah. 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 That's exactly, yeah, that was exactly my thought process. I was just sort of thought, eh, another thing. I loved this when I was a kid, and then now I'm... You know, it seems like maybe they're just cashing in, but they just, they went, they go all out on it. It's the I mean, show we never knew we needed, but yeah, we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. did. exactly. Like, they go so far. It's, it's That scene I was talking about where he has, did you see this one where they get an intestine tri- rat attacks Ash, and then, I've never seen such a thing. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it pulls, the intestine pulls his head through was that in season two? I think it was in season two. And the guy, you see his like pierced dick and these kitten, the corpse has got a piercing. What do they call those when the person has a piercing? Uh, uh, there's a name for those kind of, for dick piercings. It's a Prince something. Yeah. Right? Prince, Prince Albert, Albert maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go and paint I should one. know. I'm just going to go into no, Paint no, and Wonder and say, give, give me the Prince Albert and see... <laughs> see them like look around and go I don't know if we do that one um, <laughs> but we do that one <laughs> um, tell me about the pain level of yeah. that one I, before I anyway so he had one like that's a detail that they didn't have to throw in but they did they, totally they didn't did. even have to show the thing but and then so anyway he gets his head pulled into the asshole which <laughs> is right next so you see his face well this uh this like dingling is right on his cheek, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't make you want to watch it, then I don't know what more we can say. No, it's so good. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it really is. Spoiler great. alert. <laughs> Speaking of gory deaths that I had never seen before in anything. Let's talk about let's talk about Bob the Master of the List, right? Okay, yeah. There were some right, death right. scenes in there I have never seen before. Oh yeah, Definitely. I can legitimately say that is new. Well, you know, new. you know, with the very first death where the Jewish couple get torched, mm-hmm. that you're going to be offended. Oh yeah, but there's this one. Oh yeah, are we thinking of the same the pregnancy death? Oh no, I'm talking about the man going to the bathroom. Oh well, that death is. That's the great. That was. <laughs> Boy, that I is, laughed. That is truly original. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was... A t- so only a demented mind can come up with that, and I yeah, appreciate it. that was it. one of the funniest things, <laughs> funniest deaths I've ever seen. Yeah. We won't spoil so exactly, exactly what happens, because... I think we should spoil it. It's already out of theaters. Uh, most people haven't seen it, though. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys spoil things? I can't... If it's Sometimes. well known enough, we do. I think we tend to. This is one that probably most of America has not seen yet, but we could. We totally could. 
I I don't think I can talk about this and not spoil things. And here's the thing: if you hear us talking about it, you're gonna want to see it visualized, right? I mean, it's not gonna ruin. There's no way to see it. You to hear about it, you still haven't seen seen it. You know, know, to see it is to know it. Yeah. So this has what is the helicopter puppet called? Uh, Roto guy, I don't. Well, really, I don't remember. He that like, um, he like kind I mean, of. He's, so, and yeah. just, I, I don't remember him from. No, I think he's months. a new one. He like flies into the bathroom while this man is peeing. He chops off his head. It falls in the toilet bowl, and this guy pisses on his own severed head. You just never see anything like that. Is it basically the mo- the movie starts out as this sort of innocuous like Thomas Lennon. Well, yeah, I'll just, I'll just set the scene. You know, it starts out sort of, you know, this comic book artist um, discovers that it's the 30th anniversary of the two lawn murders, and so he and his, the owner of his shop and his girlfriend, who in two two scenes where we barely see her, all of a sudden they're like together, but that's a whole other thing. Um, and they decide <laughs> to go to this hotel where so, the murders took place, and all of a sudden, deaths just start popping off with... Absolutely no exposition or setup. It's it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's bizarre and awesome. It just like boom, 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 death, 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 death. All these characters we haven't seen, we see for two seconds. It yeah, just yeah. goes crazy. It yeah. is just a string of deaths. It's that bizarre. is what the movie is. Yeah, there's really no story to speak of, but it's the first twenty minutes. Yeah, that's all you get. Yeah, and then it's very it's very strangely strung together scenes. Um, I did like seeing Thomas Lennon because I'm watching him from the, back in the days of the state. You know, uh-huh. I did like seeing him him as the uh, the nerdy hero. I kind of like okay. that. I kind of <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, it just gets very strange. Yeah. When it like opens with Udo Kier and his weird skin at the bar, that was, bar. A great scene. More Udo. That that was, was awesome. A great scene. I also wanted more of that because that really does kind of give you the creeps. It's done just right. Yeah. Um, and then when it just turns into a bunch of crazy offensive murders, I had a lot of fun with that too, especially while I was watching. Uh-huh. But it really does seem like I don't it's like know. two different movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's two yeah, different that's... directors. It feels like one was like, hey, I'm going to take the first half. The other was like, hey, okay, cool, I'll take the second half. And then just like... <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, that... It does seem like there are a few of the Puppet Master movies that are just stuck in one location, but then none of them have the, the level of mayhem. I mean, it's just so much mayhem. And the, I guess the plot is get a, humans trying to get away from the mayhem. Uh, and But there's, you know... It doesn't need all that much setup, you know. It just sort of That's tells true. you where the location of the murders are gonna occur, right? And why they're there? Yeah, I don't even know why I'm mining for a more complex story. It's, yeah, it it's real. It's real basic. It's real basic, no doubt. Um, cuddly bear. Oh Can yeah, talk about so cuddly good. bear. Oh, bitch ass puppet. Yeah, the bitch yeah. ass puppet. Uh-huh. <laughs> he. Man, that guy was. I wanted more of that guy. I wanted more of him. Here. It's such a very specific character. When Cuddly Bear shows up, you're like, "Is this an in joke?" Like, you know, because his his character is so like his own thing. You almost feel like they found this guy. They were like, "And this is how this guy is in real life." And they were like, "Oh my god, we got to put him on set because he is just such a, really a fun character." Either like, him or Barbara Crampton to be like the lasting hero of the oh yeah movie, but yeah. oh well, <laughs> oh well, yeah, you know Barbara Crampton. Wasn't she in? She was in the first one, wasn't she? For like she was. two for seconds. For a second, she doesn't get murdered in the first one, mm-hmm. so 
She had to come back. Well, she and never makes it get... to Puppet Murder Mansion because she's not a psychic. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. But yeah, it was her time to finally get killed by a puppet. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's important. Maybe that was a career goal that she just, you know... She'd been waiting 30 years for that. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> she was in it a lot. She was... She was. You know, usually when you see Barbara Crampton, there's not enough, you know? No. And then um, this one was... I mean, she wasn't a main a main character. No, but she has some she great, was, super awkward scenes as the, uh-huh. as the tour guide. I thought it was, yeah. that was hilarious. But yeah, I was satisfied with the amount. Because not satisfied with the amount in the first one, but no. I understand why she wasn't very famous. I guess when in the when that first one came out, I do want to talk about the fact that the puppets were actually um, Nazis in this one and not Nazi fighters, which is a big. Not, I mean, it certainly doesn't affect. <laughs> I'm not so hung up on were you upset on, about it yeah <laughs> it was well after you, you watch the third it? one and you, you I mean think about it this way if you're a Nazi fighter and then suddenly some some Hollywood Weisenheimer turns you into a Nazi you know that's a real identity change you know? yeah <laughs> I'm but, surprised the puppets didn't walk man <laughs> I mean it was sort of a like the idea that the, the puppets are um in the in the original in the original ones, you can still kill Nazis and be a villain, like um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like Russia, you know. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> they're, right. They're, um, yes, yeah. And, yeah. And so it sort of makes it complex. But I guess that that's, I mean, it's not all the. I don't know. It was fun to have them as Nazis because it makes them just horrible. It makes it really villains. easy to say, yeah, 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 bad guy, and yeah, yeah, good guy. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I'd rather root for, like, weird puppets than for humans. So I kind of thought, uh-huh. this whole movie is so mean-spirited, and they just went, like, full exploitation on the murders. I actually think that was kind of smart for a reboot. It sets it apart, yeah. but it, I don't know. Now that I've been re-watching all the old Puppet Masters, they are not all great. But um, I think, especially Puppet Master 3, it does seem kind of a shame to turn them into Nazis in the reboot rather than Nazi killers. Yeah, it's weird. The filmmakers decided that their their explanation for this is that this takes place in a parallel universe. <laughs> That's their quote-unquote explanation for this movie. So they, all... Yeah, they look evil, and it turns out they are. <laughs> That's all they got. So w- w- that also, Toulon at the end, so he's some sort of demon or something? Well, he by looks... the way... Is that still supposed to be Udo Kier, or is that yes. just... Okay. He looked like Pumpkinhead. He, he did, did look like Pumpkinhead. Which I mean, more Pumpkinhead, so... By the way, the creature, you know. that the, um, his creature, or his morphing at the end, I thought looked really cool. In fact, I was super disappointed, super disappointed with the end of the film that there wasn't more of that. Yeah, that went, was not... He the, just walked away. I mean, that was just sort of a... He literally just walked away. There was yeah. no, like, real fight. Final boss showdown was a little weak. And then, yeah, yeah. I was I was like... <laughs> There was so much potential there, I feel like, for this great, like, bending scene. Yeah, I guess they were just setting up a sequel, but... The, they um, were. The fact that they... All right, yeah, we're just definitely going to spoil the ending. Oh, yeah. But it was maybe the worst ending I've seen in a modern movie where they just show Joe Latruglio or whatever. Wait, wait who? Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon. Not, hey, but hey, there's Joe. another state member. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe. Joe Latruglio. <laughs> the true. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, he um, he's like signing his comic book at the. Why did they th- tack that crummy ending on? 
I don't Why know. did they have to push it? this just a comic book guy storyline for his yeah. character at all? I thought that was annoying, but whatever. Yeah. I thought you could have. It could have been cool if you had done anything with it, but nothing was really done with it. I don't know. So it's flawed, flawed film, but still. A flawed but, film that I gave five stars to on Letterbox. <laughs> you know what? You shouldn't give perfect films five. Uh, uh, they need to go lower than five stars. The five star films should be flawed. Because mm. I had a mm. lot of fun watching it, and I'm so excited that it was anywhere within driving distance to see in a theater. Yeah. We were one of going what, to eight? Conyers was a good yeah <laughs> for a, for a film was. A rare. There's no other legitimate reason. No, but um, weren't we one of? Were there eight states in the country that had uh, the Puppet Master showing? I don't know oh, how many. Eight or ten. It was enough to be listed out in a little square Instagram post. So there yeah. weren't that many. <laughs> no, not many. So I feel pretty privileged that we did. Have yeah, I have no idea how it wound up in Conyers. So, you know, yeah. but I enjoyed it. And then it played all weekends. Like. Yeah. Klon and I thought it would just be like us and his son there, but there were other people there. Yeah, like five more of those guys. Uh, I don't, I don't remember their names. <laughs> but they drove over an hour to get there, yeah. and then like a couple other people filtered in, like as the movie started. We went Sunday night, so um, there were three of us Sunday night, and there was one. There were four of us in the theater on Sunday. A fourth person went solo. One person went solo. We should have befriended three that of us. person. We should have. <laughs> Until all the kids came and started making out during the credits. And there were like at least probably seven or eight kids. There were like four different teen groups all started like making out, getting hot and heavy in the credits. So that was, they, they kind of, you know, the, the theater was more full in. So that was good. <laughs> That's an awesome movie to hook up to. <laughs> yeah. Really. They didn't care. There were people in there. They were like, screw it. We only got a couple hours till we got to get home. You know, <laughs> do what you got to do. So, yeah, you know, man. I, you know. I haven't seen people make out in the movies in forever. Do teens even make out anymore, or do they just vape and drink lean? No, they were going <laughs> at it. I would they, just assume they'd they were, go to the back row. Nope, front row. Front row, man. Right out in the middle. They did not care. They didn't care who was looking. It was a ballsy move, I have to say. <laughs> yep. But no, um, it's a really interesting little bizarre movie. Like you said, it's mean spirit as hell, it's gory as hell. Um, disjointed, bizarre, weird. So it's kind of all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, was, was right. it was fun. I had trouble seeing some. I don't know if the, this is a uh, uh, one thing I noticed. It seemed like it was kind of dark. Where the lighting was really bad near the end. Yeah, and I don't know if that scenes. was in the theater or if we watched if that's the way it was filmed. Or yeah, I can't where tell. Was, I can't tell if the lighting was really bad or if it. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. The, the, the lighting in the movie may not have been bad, but it was really hard to see. As well, I agree. Mm-hmm. Not sure if it was the print or who knows, but yeah, no, I, I'm totally with you. It was real. Yeah, I'd watch it again. So oh yeah, probably will eventually. I will watch it again for sure. Um, did you guys want to talk about the original movies at all? Because I just watched. Yeah, we watched them. Five yeah. and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember renting the first one on uh, VHS um, as a kid, uh, watching it and just absolutely loving it. And then I remember I went out and got the comic books, oh, um, started reading the comic book series, and then two came out, and I loved two. And then I feel like, so I think the first one was what eighty nine, ninety. For some reason, I never start got on the third one and just like kind of got away from me. For for me, like the first two were great, and I never watched them again until recently. I'd only seen bits and pieces of this franchise. I'd definitely seen the first one, like a bunch. Though rewatching it, I would say it is not one of the stronger entries. No. Though the premise mm-hmm. is kind of great, but it's 
this psychic who's called all of his psychic co-workers yeah. to this hotel. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually just to murder them through puppets and do experiments on their bodies. But then the puppets rebel because the evil psychic has disrespected them. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good... It's one of those movies where most like, of the characters are assholes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's the thing about... That's the thing about the Puppet Master movies is that they have these weird details from the very beginning. Sometimes you see... You know, when you watch uh, like Halloween or some some movies that wind up with a lot of sequels, the later sequels get weird, but the first ones don't have those weird elements. But the first Puppet Master movie starts out, I mean, it's about killer puppets, so it's going to start out <laughs> weird, you know, right. but, it's, but even from the jump, it's got, you know, w- 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 all sorts of weird little details. There's like a the strange backstory like right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. it does. You, rarely do you have a mythology that goes that deep with a franchise about killer puppets is far beyond what you would think. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, you've got this historical context to it. You know, Toulon um, being a a puppet of the Nazis, you know. Oh! Um, Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What you got? made finger... Wavy finger. I made finger with a puppet of the yeah. Yeah, of the Reich, you know. So I mean, you got that. You got Turkey. You know, we le- learning about the life force. Uh, it's an international story, historical <laughs> account of killer puppets. Yeah. I was gonna say, I actually think this franchise is pretty solid, and that it tries to be consistent with what it's done. The only one that kind of isn't. Well, I guess the first two aren't really, but the first one has Toulon's death like way earlier. Yeah. You almost feel oh, like the they went back. Scene then. is the is yeah the, is mm-hmm. his death. Yeah, they, you almost kind of realize they went back there like, oh wait, hold on, we gotta we gotta redo this real quick and make sure we're gonna have the next movie like, real good. Thicken killing Nazis. <laughs> right. <later on. laughs> yeah, and it was it's uh, James uh, Hickey, right? You know, in for the first one. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's and Paul Lamatt, who was actually. Like a nominated actor, he was the closest thing they had to like a, I guess aside from Ugu Kier, you know, <laughs> uh, actor in, in the films. Yeah, I thought the second one is probably still my favorite. Really? Well, it's mm-hmm. it has some of the craziest. It's the puppets. craziest. It's the craziest. Yeah, yeah. Most I mean, off the wall thing. I've, yeah. That one. I'm, oh, I was just gonna say the second one introduces the idea that you can transfer your soul into a life-sized mannequin yes. puppet. Yeah, that's such a good detail. And they're really freaky looking. Yeah, Yeah. they are. Yeah, it reminded me of that um, that Andy Kaufman movie, Heart Heartbeats. Heartbeats. Have you ever seen that one? Oh no! Well, don't. (laughs) It's it was a notorious flop, but you do need to look it up uh, just to see Andy Kaufman as a weird robot mannequin thing. I saw it when I was a kid, and that was what I thought of Andy Kaufman for a long time, which was unfair. (laughs) <laughs> um, anyway, those those mannequin, life-size mannequins, and the second one's very, very goopy. Like, lots of, lots of goo and brain matter and ooze and yeah. stuff like that. Real body horror-ish, almost. Mm-hmm. The, the first two sort of throw the Nazi part. Like, it's sort of just a subplot that may, may you know, doesn't give a lot of, doesn't give it a lot of attention. But it's just sort of in the DNA of those first few. Like it may as well have been like a like a a, a book of spell. You know, it's, in, it's just some sort of dumb, you know, 
well, what do you call it, like MacGuffin or so? You know, just a little yeah. detail yeah. that's yeah. part of it. But that second one, I think that the second one has my favorite Toulon in it because he's all wrapped up uh, and wearing the goggles. He's like the Invisible like, Man. Right? Yeah, he looks like the Invisible Man, or he looks like. Um, there's some definitely an influence. There's no yeah, doubt. yeah, he's wrapped up and and like Invisible Man bandages, but he's got on. He's actually got a. Um, there's a Peter Lorre movie. I think I can't remember what it's called. I think it might be Mad Love, or he's there's a, but it's definitely it's almost based more on that uh, than uh, with the, he's got these hands the he's got these goggles he looks real intense yeah. and serious, and um, that's that's my favorite Toulon version of him. Well, Plus, I just, Udo Kier was pretty good too. Udo Kier was great. I just love how he keeps showing up randomly in random places, spouting bizarre dialogue, and just like, <laughs> oh, in, yeah. In fact, um, there's there's a couple great lines if I could find them that I'd written down. And I was just gonna, this is so nutty. I've got to I've got to write this down. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I, I thought that was one of the most fun parts of it is just when he'd show up randomly. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, My heart is not attuned to the merriment of children. That's one of his lines. I was like. That's in the there, second one? That's the second one. I was like, I mean, how can you not love that? I also think, like, the people staying at the inn are, like, freaked out by this guy's appearance, but not freaked out as much as they should be at all. They just uh, kind of accept they that don't he's going to be there. They yeah. don't leave. It doesn't, like, they're they're fine with staying there, obviously. Yeah. They... And in the, so in the first one, they're psychics, right? But in the second one, they're, they're like... Ghost normal. hunters, yeah, basically. Yeah, ghost hunters. Yeah. I, I love that detail that there's just these... <laughs> group of weirdos that come across the puppets in each movie and that same hotel you know what's what's the name of the hotel bodega a bodega in bodega bodega yeah. something yeah i'm actually really impressed because when you have franchises like friday the 13th they're like oh, okay they're camp counselors or whatever uh-huh. but there's a new reason almost every time there's still a psychic element in four but it's just like there's a new reason for people to meet these puppets every time yes <laughs> whether it's a convention or psychics or ghost hunters mm-hmm. um what is it in four? Oh, four. there are researchers who play like these games with robots at the end interesting oh that's the thing about Toulon from three forward he basically just becomes like canonized as a saint like three four and five by the fifth movie he's like handing his puppet master duties onto a young man who is one of the robot research guys ah. and he's just like you have the power of the puppets now and I know you're gonna do the right thing wow <laughs> yeah it totally takes that tone it's like some Jedi he, that's exactly what here. I was saying to Klan earlier he's like a Jedi spirit <laughs> mentor Whoa. his Head appears atop some puppets and this guy's girlfriend to, to like give him advice, like sage advice about doing the right thing. This series is deep. <laughs> this is it goes deeper than we ever knew. Well, um, they, yeah. yeah, we got to talk about part three though. Part three may be the best. Yeah, it's it, uh, yeah, I love two the most, but I think part three, as far as how important it is to the franchise, may be the best one. Part yeah. three is a solid story too. Like someone wrote a script and they wanted it to be consistent. And it's it a legitimate script, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. It's supposed to some of them. <laughs> David Dakota always tries tries to you know he gave he gave it his all with that one. That was he did. the director. He did. And, um, <laughs> that it still has the bonkers murders. There's the scene where the scene with the mad doctor uh, is always bringing people back to life. And with his failed experiments, he's so trying to find the secret of, of 
uh, you know, bringing people back to the dead. And um, little do they know, Toulon's got it. And it's a guy. It's got this. You know, I mean, it's made on a low, but it's it's California's version of Germany <laughs> in World War Two. Right. So, right. But the best, the the Nazi hookers are so awesome. They always are, though. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. But there's so much good about the third one, and then there's so much emotional punch to the to the fact that all of the little puppets are Toulon's friends. You realize that he's brought them back and that they're all there to fight the Nazis. They've come, they hate the Nazis so much, they've come back from the dead to fight them. It's pretty, yeah, that's so dedication. You, yeah, Leech Woman, which I can't believe we haven't talked about her yet. She's an important one. Is Toulon's wife. Toulon's wife incarnated, yeah, yeah. kind of, yeah. And so you see the, you see the process in that movie, in part three, mm-hmm. her character goes through the whole. I'm just thinking about this. His, the, so she's alive, you, and then it, at the beginning of the movie, you get to know her as a character. You mm-hmm. see her killed, and the the death is tragic, and then you see her become the puppet. Yes. And so you know her storyline as a as a character and not just a puppet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you see her... It's the only puppet we really, for the most part, I feel like, get to know their character. Yeah. And so when she pukes up her first leech, you know, you can tell that it's really upsetting to her. <laughs> yes, Even yes. Though, I mean, the puppet's not... There's something about the way they film it or maybe the face of the puppet, but she doesn't enjoy puking the leech. No. And And... It's a surprise, and so it's real. Like they almost the surprising third, nuance yeah. to part three. That's why I think the it's third right. one seems like like a good Hellraiser sequel. Like it would be, uh, it does. You know, yeah, it's got that. Yeah. It's almost as though because you know, boy, they stopped trying with Hellraiser movies. Like every three soon. or four, yeah. I feel like once you yeah. get like five or six, then I feel like if they had jammed a jammed a a puppet master movie in and said it was a Hellraiser movie. If they had jammed part three and people would have said, all right, just mm-hmm. sort of stuck Pinhead in. Every, they they seem more like Cenobites in part three, the mm-hmm. way that they sort of appear and, you know, cause their mayhem, but they've all got a backstory. Yeah, part three is, part three is the one, part three should be part one. It should be. Part yeah. one should be part, they should just jam that one. So if you're new to the Puppet Master series. Yep. Okay, we're reworking If you want to watch right? them in we're, chronological order. Yeah, we're reordering yeah. this right now. This is the yeah. official reorder. Okay. Yeah. Watch part right, three on. first. Yep. Then part one. Well, I think Retro Puppet Master might be Oh, that one takes place to... even further. Oh, I wait. forgot about that one. So retro, then part three. And well, then no, just... no, 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 no. No. <laughs> Start with part three because right. it's the best one ah. of them and also chronologically fits mm. right before the other two. Okay. Although it wouldn't make sense. Then maybe that doesn't make sense because then in part part two, Toulon's such a villain, but then you can maybe like chalk that up to being returned, like brought back from the dead. You might be a little scrambled. You might be a little scrambled. That happens when you get brought back from the dead. It does. Well, I don't know. I watched uh, one through five and a half, and how do you feel about them, Steph? What are I your favorites? I don't really five? think there's a wrong way to watch the Puppet Master no, franchise yeah. <laughs> as long as you get to one and three at some point. 
So what's your favorite yeah. though of the first of now the six you've seen? So you've seen one through five and you saw Lilith Strike. What's your favorite? I have to say it's definitely three. That movie is just head and shoulders above the other ones. Five is the worst one I've seen so far, though I do like that they're really pushing for you to think the puppets are cute and friendly. Like zero people are surprised or grossed out by them by that point. <laughs> they're like jumping into your knapsack. <laughs> <laughs> They're like playing laser tag. They're, like, they're watching your dog while he's while you're gone. Like, or, like you know. they would hang out with the air buddies, the, the spooky buddies. That's you know? right. That's they right. would show up the spooky, <laughs> spooky buddies. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be a good crossover. Puppet master versus spooky buddies. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already did demonic toys, so might as well do another crossover. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've you never saw seen, that one. I haven't seen that Puppet one. Puppet Master versus Hellraiser would be good, too. Oh, uh, that would be good. I actually think that could really work now uh -huh. that you've brought it together <laughs> yeah. in my mind. And I totally see what you're saying. Like, part three really digs into that world, just like the second Hellraiser goes yeah. in. So, also, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, another reason why I think also that we must like part three, probably the best, is that it's the same guy, same writer of Class of 1999. Which is a, I don't know if y'all have seen that. I've never it's been seen a it. Long time. It's a fantastically bad, uh, it's basically the school has robot enforcers in the future. And, um, and <laughs> yeah. in the end, it's just a battle against the robots. It's just a chase down of, you know, these students trying to, trying to fight robots at the school. And it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's another, great. Another thing I've got to watch that I should have watched. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was high school for sure. That third one. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted to point out this some, someone. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Someone I saw online watched part three in black and white. Like, they took the color <laughs> out. And Ooh. it does have, when I thought about it, when I was watching it and thought about that, it does have this universal horror, like, style. To totally it. does. Um, it feels so, like it would have been right at home in the original universal canon, maybe. Uh -huh. Beyond, so, I've seen a smattering of them after that part three mm -hmm. and I'm still working through I gotta I've got this subscription to full moon <laughs> to, to the full moon streaming service uh, which is actually That's awesome yeah it really it's a is a lot of films well it's got all of the full moon stuff but it's also has some something weird movies are on there something weird video movies are on there and then uh like maybe please don't eat my mother might be on there hmm. and um, space thing some of these old like sleazy sort of sixties movies okay. and then there are there's a ton of Jess Franco movies really uh, mm -hmm. but the Jess. quality is not very good it's sort of like watching a VHS transfer it's not that different from some of these Amazon Prime movies you see mm -hmm. where you just sort of you wonder they never try to remaster anything yeah, they just right. threw it up on there yeah. but I don't have I mean listen I've seen Jess Franco movies that were had no subtitles and then also were copies of copies of copies and you just literally it was like watching scrambled 90s TV porn. Like you when we try I mean? to get in between, yeah. you have channel 98, uh, 99. If you got right in between 98 and 99, you might catch a glimpse, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, one of my, actually, so besides the Pup Masters, I, um, one of my other favorite Full Moon, this might be my other favorite Full Moon film, aside from Tourist Trap, obviously, um, uh, Subspecies. Oh, that's the same director, by the way, as the first. Tourist Trap's a Full Moon movie? It's one of the originals. Well, now, Tourist Trap is, is Empire. So Empire is... 
It's what they became. Is, is yeah, Charles Band's um, Empire was his. I, I guess they were in Italy, so he was. It's Char- yeah, it's Charles Band. If you want, to, if you yeah, want the official, it is Charles, Charles Band. It is a Charles Band movie. So George's Trap is a Charles Band movie. It might as well be a full moon yeah. movie. Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah. But there was something once he did Full Moon, because I guess Puppet Master was the first of the Full Moon movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the once he did Full Moon, it t- took on that like toys and dolls and mm-hmm. uh, all, all of that sort of um, or midgets there was this one the creeps where they were oh man I'm just now come p- piecing this together so there was this movie <sighs> somehow a mad doctor or a wizard or something has I saw this in the 90s has this um, a device or a spell or something that mm-hmm. can bring fictional characters to life. Ooh. And that so, sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's not the Cage Master. And so he no. gets, yeah, he gets these he gets the books for the for the old horror movie. You know, he gets Frankenstein and Dracula. Mm-hmm. And I guess that there's a book of a werewolf and a mummy. And uh so he gets those and he tries to bring them back but he does it wrong so they're not the full sized and they're little people. What? Yeah. No. Wait, what's wow. the name of this again? It's called The Creeps. Okay. I... That sounds amazing. It sounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It and you know how you know how at the end of those full moon videos they would have the um oh why can't I think of the name of the little program that they would have where they'd show you the making of and sort of like news yeah. about full moon. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I can't believe I can't remember. They were doing some cool stuff around yeah, that time. Yeah, they did one with the the creeps where the Dracula character is chugging brews and he like smashes a smashes a, an empty <laughs> on his forehead. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> That's I remember that more than any detail of the movie is oh <laughs> that behind the, behind the scenes of him as a Drac as a Dracula smash. Smashing a like a Budweiser. It's right on his before head. the keg stand. This movie's just gone to the top of my watch list. I think so. I think it's on that full moon streaming site. So, cool. but if y'all haven't seen Subspecies, oh, yeah, I would right. highly recommend look, I can't watching that. If I've seen it or not, it sounds so familiar. I think it's one of more one of Full Moon's more like legit horror yeah. movies. Like it's 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 played as a horror movie. What's the yeah, Vampires <laughs> wandering in a castle, you know, kind yeah, of kind yeah. of thing, wow. you know. It's good, but the ma- the makeup's really good. The story's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'd say it's again. They're trying to actually be legit film. It's pretty decent. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. So is the new Puppet Master reboot not Full Moon? I don't think it is. So some other company bought the rights to make this Puppet Master. Yeah, I have a feeling that Charles Band was probably he's a cheap fella. I wonder how much. <laughs> I wonder how much they paid him. You know, seems they like didn't, I'm sure they didn't pay him enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. You ask him, right? <laughs> you know, he came to town one time, Charles Band. To Athens? What? Yeah, to Tasty World. What? That place. I, I don't know if you were here for Tasty World, the Tasty World days. I was and, there for it, man, but I didn't know he came here. That's yeah, amazing. no, I didn't go. I think it was like twenty bucks. I was like, yeah, yeah, not gonna. I, I don't remember what the reason I didn't go was. Huh. Um, Very interesting. Could have been anything, but. I hope it's that one of your children was being born because I can't think of another good reason to miss that. Mm. I mean, I had a lot of children. 
That's true. There's, There's a, a lot of reasons. Odds, odds are that might have been the reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was looking up to try to find the studio. And it was well, it stuff. just made me think, like, I wonder if, That's a good point, if other Full Moon properties can be bought and we'll suddenly see, like, well, I mean, they're not going to reboot another, like, miniature toy thing. But So you're saying we should buy the properties to Evil Bong and... Uh, do a do a reboot of it, or maybe uh, Jack Frost was not another was that full moon was there a, a no a, Jack Frost was um, oh I can't remember who made that that was that and Uncle Sam they had the lenticular covers remember oh uh, yeah Uncle yeah, Sam yeah, yeah. was uh, I think William Lustig made that one okay it's not hmm. not all that good well I'm sorry I didn't research this beforehand <laughs> Evil Bong might be the most recent. Full Moon. It's the only one I can think of that I even saw. And I've never even seen it. I just saw the box. I was like, oh, that's that sounds I like saw... about what I'd expect of Full Moon. Oh, I do want to say the reason I thought of watching all these Puppet Master movies before I'd even really heard about Littlest Reich, it's I think I'd heard about the one that just came out like last year that's still within... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Axis Termination. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that just came out. And it did come out a year I still ago. haven't seen it, but I found the first 10 movies... On a DVD collection for 95 cents at McKay's Books in Chattanooga. And I'm like, man, I should watch all these Puppet Master movies ahead of this movie coming out. Best and buy ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is a good buy. Man, Ethan's letterbox review of, well, everything is a masterpiece. But his Axis, what is it? Axis um, Termination. Termination. His review of that was hilarious because he called out Charles Band for being a cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't titled the movie Axis with a little, because <laughs> it's the 11th one, making the X and the I in the word Axis capitalized. <laughs> in like, like uh, Phantasm Oblivion style, you know, <laughs> where the I and the V are, are, are big. <laughs> like as though that would be a financial reason. That Did you watch that one? That. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one yet. No, I got I've got to see it. It seemed like, it seemed like he liked it. And it should I should watch I'm gonna I am gonna watch the rest of them. I don't know that I'm gonna watch Retro Puppet Master again. <laughs> well, I um, am. So if you need someone to talk about them with, I'll. I probably need to see it. I probably need to see it. I'm yeah. just being slow on this. I've got other things going in my life. But Ethan sh- Ethan sent me. A What's text more important? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, really? yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I should just do it. The um. The, um Ethan sent me this text that sa- that was a meme <laughs> that said, "My hands look like this, so hers look can look like this." You know those kind of memes, and it had a picture of full moon streaming on the "My hands look like this," and, <laughs> and then on the "Her hands look like this" side of the meme, it had a person swiping their credit card, and it said declined. <laughs> 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 Which I, I guess I shouldn't try to describe a meme that I saw in a text on a podcast, but here we are in 2018. Nah, it's okay. And you know, just knowing that a full moon puppet master has come out so recently alongside this parallel universe reboot puppet master, it makes me think like they could both keep going, like Godzilla and Godzilla. Right, because they were they were um, in production at the same time, Axis Termination and Little Strike. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. Still, well, there's no end. And yeah. now there are like different blades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the blade designed is, you know, it's Richard Lynch is the. It's supposed to be blade, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
and the, apparently they designed him to look a little bit like Klaus Kinski in the original ones, but because he's got that ugly European look to him, you know. Klaus Kinski looked a little bit like a puppet, you know. Yes. Um, yes. And so <laughs> I could be wrong about that. I saw it on the internet. I don't know. Who knows? But it's got. I'm going. Yeah. Let's let's say it's true. But the new one, he doesn't look. I don't know. He's a little ghoulier. He's a little like scarier, and like you had you said you had pointed out. Yeah, they made all the puppets look extra sinister and until it gets into the middle and then all of a sudden you have like the frog puppet and then you have all these weird puppets just yeah, hopping out doll one. the weird doll one all these puppets that I'd oh never seen before wait, wait wait we forgot to talk about Hitler baby that was the best oh <laughs> Hitler baby yeah Hitler baby <laughs> there's so much wacky wacky yeah. stuff I like that choked on spit in my throat I was like trying to laugh and I couldn't because I was so shocked and happy. There's a hit. There's a crawling Hitler baby puppet in this film. Man, you know what? I mean, that's so not, many, you know what do you say? I'm sitting here thinking of yeah, yeah. That's that was. I, I can't believe my eyes moment. And then <laughs> yeah, there's some. It went this series. All out. I've I, you know I've seen more. I, it's been a while since I've seen many of them, but these I'm rewatching the first three. There's so many things that we could talk about that we haven't even talked about. Like, oh yeah, the. Part two, when um, Torch kills that kid in part two, and then Torch, and then the murders of the uh, farm couple. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I was so great. Yeah. Oh, there's some. <laughs> and there's Tunnelers, some every death, Tunneler death. And we haven't even talked about Pinhead. Oh, and now Pinhead. we were just talking about Pinhead when in the other room. He's, he's any Pinhead murder. He's always one of my favorites because he just hops up and starts pounding you on your face. <laughs> or he strangles you from behind. Or strangles or he you. does, yeah. And he's got that little head. <laughs> he's great. Oh, my God. He's really the... You get the sense that he's like the heart of the crew, the heart and soul. Part uh-huh. six, Curse of the Puppet Master, which I was in the middle of watching right before we started recording. The female protagonist like presents him like, "Oh, Pinhead, this is my new friend," and like she's introducing him. Like everyone loves Pinhead. It's true. He's we, the most lovable. We know six was supposed to, so five was supposed to be the original end. They're mm-hmm. in the series after five, so it's kind of interesting that I get. I guess it makes sense that six kind of starts off in sort of its own thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I actually don't want to speak ill of any of the Puppet Master movies. Like, it kind of starts feeling like a slog and like I'm in a weird tunnel of these puppets because I've watched them in such close succession one after the other. But Mm -hmm. I think think they're all great in their own way, and I want more people to watch them. Yeah, the original core puppets are really pretty great. And, you know, some of the later ones, you know, I could take them or leave them, but, you know... You know, Blade and and Pinhead and and Leech, Leech Woman and... The classics. uh, Right, and Torch. You know, those guys, they're great. They're all great. So, yeah, I mean, the Puppet Master series. Yeah, did did we have anything else we wanted to say? It's kind of a long one. There's There's so much more to say. Here's the thing, there's a lot we could say. And, and, you know, we haven't... I still need to watch... I need to catch up with you and watch 4 through 1800 or whatever, you know, (laughs) we we have in between that and a little strike. But we'll probably have to have another episode. Where we talk about some more <laughs> the la- the latter part of the films. That'll be kind of a brutal 
episode, but I will do it because I'm totally going to watch the rest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we have a what have we been watching lately I'll episode watch. and it happens to be happens to be six different Pump Master movies we've been watching, hey, that's the episode. Okay, part one, six months from now, part two. <laughs> Maybe there'll be another Puppet Master We'll by try then. not to put all y'all through too many Puppet Master episodes in a row. We understand. <laughs> you know, we're, we are not lackeys of Charles Band, damn it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, all right. Well, I think... Uh, I think that probably uh, wraps us up. Any uh, last words, Quan? Any um, last words? <laughs> no. Watch, watch Puppet Master movies is my, my, my last words. <laughs> They'll put a smile yeah. on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for being on the episode with us, man. Oh, yeah. Well, Clown has, like, two Instagrams, so he posts his, like, artwork... His artwork Under, is fantastic and gory and crazy and, and awesome, and you should... I feel like if someone typed in... Klon, like K L O N, you'd be the first thing to come up. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. There's a there's a jazz radio station in California called K L O N. K L O N. Yeah. So, is it smooth jazz though? Oh, is it, I don't know. I've never. I've never. To, we're gonna find that out. In. Oh, I guess I could tune in. You couldn't. I? I could listen to to it on. I'm line thinking experimental it's jazz. Just, it's kind of what I'm what I'm feeling from that one. Well, know. you know what? It's probably not even a real. It's probably just clear channel. By now, you know, mm, yeah. I haven't looked into it in a while. There's no jazz anymore. Um, but yeah, you can look Clon up on Instagram, and then he has Ghastly Horror Society. Is it Athens Ghastly Horror Society? Uh, no, it's just Ghastly Horror Society. Yeah, it's just the is is that Instagram, and that's I, I've sort of switched over to just posting other people's art on that one. Good stuff Horror on there. Horror art, yeah, and because there's so many ghoulish artists on Instagram right now, and I like to share their stuff, and then. Yeah, the other one is Klon J. So it's Klon J, K-L-O-N-J. And uh, that's where I post, you know. It's where he can be found. Yeah. (laughs) Find him there. Most of the the stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But no, check it out. And if you're in the Athens area, of course, um, Klon is uh, one of the folks who hosts movies over at Flickr. So you can always... uh, Keep up to date on their uh, their Facebook page, or when you go by, check it out because he uh, he hosts some some great classic cult and horror cinema. You yeah, you know, check I, out. I I also write sometimes for Diablo Leak, Ooh. and I have a new interview with Larry Cohen on on that website. So check that out. We also discussed. Really well, we yeah, discussed the other totally night impressive. that we're going to do. Uh, we're going to show it's live three, right? At some point, um, you thinking on Monday, uh, which I don't know if this will be out by then <laughs> but with tr- this coming up trivia it's a lot I'm going to show it's a lot but I'm going to try to convince everyone to watch it's a live 3 instead I think they'll go with you on that man because it's a live 3 is so good I rewatched it recently and um I need to catch up on the first one before that man you don't <laughs> I mean you do it's great and part 2 is great they're all three of them are great but boy part 3 is is there's a scene where the it's a live babies have grown up and they've they there's a scene where this giant it's alive baby is hucking cops off of a building left and right. He hucks like five cops off of a building, and <laughs> that's yeah. a and it's got Michael Moriarty and uh, Karen Black are in it. Oh damn! I know, right? And they're like a couple. Moriarty was in there. A lot of the Cohen stuff was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's well, oh, it's great. You can never go wrong with Karen Black. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, thanks everybody for uh, again. Thanks for being on the show, Klon. Uh, Steph, it was uh, it's, it's been a few weeks, so it was 
Good to be back it's on nice air. Nice to see you, Carrie. I know you too. You too. Let's do it again uh, sooner. We always say that, but I think I think we're you know we've got some things to watch upcoming. So well, as soon as you guys leave, I'm just watching more Puppet Master movies. <laughs> so I'm ready for the next episode. <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed the episode. Um, check us out on you know all the various sites where you can find us. You can find us on iTunes and all that good stuff. So check us out, my bloody horrorcast. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.